1: Can turn off on the fan. Thanks so much for making this part of your Friday as we uh, count down to Super Bowl Fifty Seven. Yeah, get we for our nine. picks. Chuck, don't, don't talk over, talk you.
2: over myself. You,
1: I hate when you do that. <laughs> Look at him; he's going to beat himself up. It makes me so happy because you get angry, he gets bothered, and I'm in the middle. It's like I was a kid again with my parents. What are you getting tonight? It's pizza, night. I'm pizza night. Friday is pizza night. Pizza night in the Oliver home. What is that? Uh, are you a fast food pizza guy or do you have some uh, spot by the house that you go to?
2: Uh, called uh, Johnny's New York Pizza. They make uh, a nice slice. Yonder East Cobb. And uh, it's ready. You walk in and get in. Then I'm home by three minutes and it's a big old pizza for me. So what will you, I mean, you go uh, like a pep, uh,
1: a sausage, uh, a cheese? Large
2: what you... thin crust, a little crispy, pepperoni, feta, okay. banana peppers.
1: Right. I could do everything with the peppers are not my favorite, but I like what you're doing. That way you do, a, like, a side salad or you get some breadsticks. That's for the wife. Okay. Very good pizza. Uh, typically, it's pizza night in our house, but there's some practice tonight or something. I don't. I can't keep up. These kids, they, they're going hither and yon. Uh, I don't know what to do with them. So sorry. I might just leave. Uh, we're with you until 6. That's when the uh, Front Row's audio fun bag with Dylan Short, the up-and-comer. The rising star the next generation of 680 the Fan Talent will take over and carry you into your evening. Chuck, the 4 o'clock hour of the show is presented by Entry Point Doors and Windows. They're Atlanta's local expert for entry doors and windows. They're Atlanta's best for a reason. Go to EntryPointAtlanta.com for a free estimate. Uh, Charles has got a college football today, a CFT, to look forward to in five minutes. Can you tease us? Coming up in a few minutes, Chuck will tell you what he thought about teacher porn. All, All right, right, very good. I didn't see that being part of CFT. I that's, think that's not a, a category. Oh, absolutely. are you kidding? It's one of the biggest categories. The female teacher with the hair up,
2: and then she takes the hair to, oh, I never knew you were so pretty. That's exactly right. It's got to be more than
1: that, though. If you did a, if you were to go on, I don't think. Like pic- with the pencil as the, sure. like holding the hair. That's, yeah, that's it. Okay. And Hoyt just did the exact move. The slow, kind and then you shaking off, the yeah. hair. Like that's not teacher porn. Oh, absolutely is. Yes. No, no, there's no question. If you were to go on a porn hub, for instance, I'm just using that as a as an option. If you looked up teacher porn. Or like stepmom. It'd be a bunch of ladies with a right. pencil in their hair. What do you think it's more? Oh wait, the stepmom or the teacher? Step is really big right now. I don't know what it is about that. Is it big right now? Is that a thing? It's a pretty big. Okay. We'll try to see if we can get the uh, metrics on it for you to <laughs> let you know what that's going to look like. How do I segue from that into talking about what the local paper is doing, trying to come up with answers?
2: Um. Yeah. And again, I don't. Know exactly what they're gonna find, I don't think much, but uh I believe, I believe that the AJC is going to find out whatever there is to find out regarding the recent tragedy with the UJ football team. I'm not certain that they really want to, however, because it seems like well, you play poker, man. I don't think you do, but like there's a term. It's not my bag. It's called pie committed. mm mm-hmm where you're already in so far, and it's pre- you made a declaration at this point, like there ain't no bluffing anymore, like you have to play this ish out. Um, I got to tell you that if we fast forward five years from now and everything has been white-gloved and it's come out in the courts and there's been immunity, and all right, I'll really tell you, I don't know what it's going to be. I will tell you that I've been reading from the horrifying initial story through, again... I'll say a scouring of this topic by the local paper, Mm -hmm. which can be an example of really aggressive quality journalism, okay? So that's fine. Um, I don't know what we're going to find beyond the following. There seem to be some salacious details. There seem to be policy violations. There were even some laws broken, like we're going too fast. If there's any real juice I'm missing from this squeeze, I'm all ears. Cause like I said, I've been trying to follow it pretty closely because there's interest in covering it. This seems like a really big media outlet looking through every possible angle of this tragedy, and I get it, like I said, that could be really aggressive good journalism. I'm getting the feeling that absent like some sort of smoking gun, like quote, quote from someone, Kirby says that about every Saturday night, get the players, get the recruits, take them for lap dances. I really don't think this is like some sort of John Grisham book. I think it's just a tragedy. I think that's all it is. And, I mean, Matt, have you seen any of this? The AJ seems, they're very, very, very interested. in. And maybe God bless them. I'm just saying, the, the, it seems that there's nothing here but tragedy.
1: Okay, and you might be right. I don't know. So the first thing that bothered readers or fans of Georgia was the story that some connected what they were saying that the group was at Toppers, right, the strip club. And they were trying to say that, Salacious detail. There you okay, go. Okay, that's that's not. I mean, they're just giving you a fact. I think you Hold got to get at a strip club, right? Exactly. But let me finish. So the reaction I read was that well, what does that have to do with the tragedy? And and I don't know. And Hoyt, maybe I'm missing some of this. Was the story or the social media post that one led to the other? Because that's what people were trying to connect the dots, saying that the AJC was saying somehow being at a strip club led. To this tragedy. I don't know if that's what they were saying. Is that, am I misinterpreting that? I believe
2: the correlation was supposed to be that there were two players with Mm -hmm. two. Uh, Do they work for the university? Rec- yeah. They were
1: recruiting. And, were and,
2: they on their private time? Correct.
1: Um, okay, but we got that much. That That is yeah, still up for debate, whether the vehicle was used specifically for which recruiting. Which is why
2: every- I said, here you've got salacious details. There's a strip
1: club. Okay, that's like, like D-level. I understand, but their job is, like you said, to funnel this stuff out, and journalism is to try to uncover and, or or figure out what's going on. I have no problem with that.
2: And there were policy violations. I said that as well. You're not supposed to use the university car just, just to go to the parade and back or whatever are you was,
1: saying the agency's pushing too hard i'm saying
2: they're continuing it seems they're continuing to like i said really scour every last possible and i don't know that they're coming up with anything they yet. might not but i still have to do it i think that's what i said it could be aggressive what, quality so journalism you is, like are you i don't su- know they're finding anything and it continues to be in the news and it's just really really i think it's just a tragedy some of the issue was, too, you're releasing information before mm-hmm. you have all the story. Like, you mentioned journal- journalism.
1: No, no, I but, don't know if that's the case. They think they have a, a part of the story that has been confirmed, so correct. they can release that.
2: But normally, you don't release until you have all the pieces. Normally, that's what you do. You don't give half
1: the investigation, but we still have an know, ongoing. Wait, I don't know if that's true. They're not giving away investigation stuff. They were, they were at an establishment that night. They confirmed it, and they put that out there. I don't think that's a big deal, though. I
2: don't think this is anything, though, like, no, the senator was at her house when he – I don't think this is anything like – I don't know that there's anything like that to find. Like, no, Kirby always says, and he'll hand you $51 bills himself. I don't – that's what I'm saying. I don't think there's an outcome here of this is a systemic inside the football program. There's a bucket of ones, and everybody knows take the recruits to toppers. I don't – I think that's kind of what you – Given the level of attention, mm-hmm. that kind of needs to be what you find
1: now. Does it, though? I, see, here's where your disconnect with me is. I think they're doing their job. As, I said that. No, you are. But you're intimating, and this is what I'm getting from people out there of, why is the AJC digging into this? Because it's their job. Like, there's there's no problem with what they're doing. I know it's a, it's a very sad, touchy thing. And you said they might not find anything, but they might. And that's their job. I, I don't have any issue with what they're doing. I think people were connecting dots because it's such a tragic situation that they were inferring the ajc said well going to a strip club led to the events of what happened I, I didn't sense that's in my interpretation what was going on is there anything else that i'm missing since then
2: no and that's what i'm saying you're not missing anything else which if you go back to probably within 48 hours of the tragedy i knew booby bar i knew booze i knew going too fast and there was a university suv and kids died I knew all of that within about 48 hours, and I assume that, like, here's the optic. Everybody knows this. What is it? It's always the female recruiting hostess and the recruiting the players, um, and there's always this idea. I knew all of this within 48 hours, mm-hmm. and now, what are we, three weeks later, or is it now going to be four weeks later? Right. I don't think
1: I know much more. Well, and to Hoyt's point, maybe we're not supposed to, but and that's why I'm asking the question, because I don't know this, have they written anything else since? Have they done any other investigative journalism since? I don't know the answer to that, because mm-hmm. I haven't seen it. Chip was having to defend it. Well, that's what I thought was over the top. Yeah, I didn't think what the AJC did was, was over the line, they were saying, okay, they were at this establishment. Now, if I'm missing, somebody will probably send me a you know a cut and paste of it that... That they were inferring that being at the strip club led to the tragic events. I didn't tie those two things together. Uh, you can stay connected, all the latest news, your favorite fan shows. It's all a part of the fan app driven by Beaver Direct. Beaver Direct the fastest and easiest way to shop online for your next vehicle. Visit Beaver Toyota of to see what wow, wow really means. Download that fan app now in the iTunes and Google Play Store. You
0: won't compromise, you shouldn't status, uh-huh. because just makes sense. Duffy
1: DuffyRealtyATL.com. Duffy Chuck Oliver's College Football Today. Brought to you by Duffy Realty of Atlanta. Because money matters. Be the Duffy Realty, oh, the
0: Peter
2: King. DuffyRealtyATL.com. Oh, DuffyRealtyATL.com. That and the website. Get Ronda Duffy involved. Get that house on the market right now. Inventory down. Yours can be the star. Get a bunch of people going, oh, wait a minute. The turnoff house is on the market what? now. We must come by and look. What? <laughs> com. Matthew, I need permission. Hmm. I can't imagine ever assuming $100,000 is just sort of a nah, roundup. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to round up from $49.9 million to just say $50 million just for ease. Seems fair. All right, two headlines that... They truly are separate, individual stories. Boy, have they never been more connected. Uh, first headline this morning, I was looking on the Associated Press, and then I started bouncing around to just like general sports sites, seeing how they were represented. Two stories on every sports site today. First story, SEC schools get $50 million apiece from conference. Next story, Oklahoma, Texas agree to leave Big 12 a year early. Uh, $100 million. It was like seven, eight years ago. Remember, Maryland said, we're going to the Big Ten. The ACC said, mm, $50 million. Here you go. They said, now, we want to wrangle because we want a discount. We want to see what we can get off of the $50 million. And Maryland got a little bit of a discount because they had lawyers and everybody had lawyers. And so they discounted it. But this $50 million. Maryland's like, look, we're leaving. Even if the outcome is it's the full $50, we are out because of the money waiting for us on the Big Ten. Well, it's 2023. Oh, and I'm sure everybody saw the number. The headline, oh, how inadequate. OU Texas agreed to leave uh, Big 12 a year early. Agree? They're paying a combined $100 million. Now, you think that's a windfall for the Big 12? And it sort of is. It's an end game because you lose the only two real national calling cards you had. Here's the other thing. Do you know part of that money has to be rebated, rebated to Fox because there's a year that Fox had the conference under contract. Yeah, there's, have... in,
1: there's inventory it has got to be filled.
2: But... All right, now here's the shocking part. The $50 million, because we said we could round up from 49, the $50 million that SEC schools will get from the conference it's about to go up from about to about 500 million by about 500 million dollars for the conference when the new media rights deals they're sitting at about 700 million dollars right now i think it's going to be 1.2 million so it's great that it's 50 million now uh, you can make it 70 75 maybe 80 million going forward
1: Chuck Oliver's College Football Today, brought to you by Duffy Realty of Atlanta on the College Football Voice of the South, 680, The Fan. All right, coming up next, this cannot be the Falcons' best flex right now because I don't think it's flex-worthy. We'll talk about their flex next.
0: na nah, nah, come, nah, 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 come on. come on, come on.
1: Happy Friday. From your radio amigos, Chuck and Chernoff, we're on The Fan. We're on AM-ish. FM uh, a little bit. 860 The Fan, that's us. Killing it on 860 and the uh, 860 The Fan mobile app, which you should download and be able to tap at any time. And it's up and running. It's working well. Chuck, do you follow old friend Matt Ryan on Twitter? I don't. Then you missed uh, today. Apparently he's got a deal with Sam Adams Beer, and he tweeted an ad for them. But he wrote on top of it, does this mean Boston will stop chanting twenty-eight to three at me? And twenty-eight three. We've screamed about that forever. It's, uh-huh. a, it's a Sam Adams commercial. I mean, I guess he's got a good sense of humor, but good for him. I, good for him. I mean that. I wonder what he got paid for that little number. So you know Matt is hurting for cash, so he needed to help out a little bit, supplement the income. He might be done playing. Who knows? Coming up in five minutes, Dalton had this advice for the crew at the double deuce. Never trust a big button a smile. I don't think that was it. Don't trust him. Well, that's accurate. Can't trust him. (laughs) I don't think that was it. Especially with a dude. (laughs) Chuck says it's helping college football coaches right now. We'll talk about it coming up in just a couple of moments. But first, can we congratulate the Atlanta Falcons? Oh, was there uh, an award? Is there a belt? The Falcons were recognized. as The NFL franchise with the best overall game day satisfaction in 2022. Let's go. Let me repeat. The Atlanta Falcons, Mm -hmm. the NFL franchise, with the best overall game day satisfaction this season. What is that? Finish it? Say it louder? What does that mean? I have no idea. Like, this was a thing that was promoted. satisfaction? I, I don't know. Fans? Is this the best flex for the franchise right now? No. Because I will agree, being there, it's a beautiful stadium. Maybe there's larger concourses, nicer bathrooms. We don't have the troughs. Cheaper concessions. Visiting fans can get tickets whenever they choose. Those things are all wonderful.
2: Yeah, and that little stream, when you that's not to wash your hands, people.
1: Oh, the trough is a... Uh, that's not to wash your hands. The trough was never a good idea. It was always a space saver, but it was splashback and all kinds of problems. No, but this
2: now, you're right, man. It's a palace. It's fantastic. And they've even solved, I'm going to say, unless you really, 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 really want to be down there, it is easy peasy to get in and out of that thing, man. Just public transportation or two streets over or whatever. They did it
1: right. Can we be honest, though? It it sucked being down there. It's the worst atmosphere in the NFL. Terribly cratered. It's the worst and I, I haven't been to every stadium. I've been to a, a quite a few. It's the worst atmosphere of an NFL stadium right now.
2: I'm comparing it to what I know can happen from time to time in Atlanta and what I think I
1: see on TV a lot. So I will compare it to what even the Georgia Dome, which was kind of antiseptic. and There were some times, man. The place rocked at times, but I've also been to probably half the stadiums maybe. This is the worst atmosphere in football, but it got the best game day satisfaction, whatever that means. And that's kind of a flex right now. Matt was in the league for a while. I was. I don't even believe. I mean, I used to work for a team. Point is, this can't be your flex. This can't be game day satisfaction. I'm sure they're proud of it, and it's great. But when it's half empty, and it's never hosted a playoff game, and I'm going to say something here, I don't think it's hosted an important NFL game yet. Um, uh, Super
2: Bowl. All right, you got me. Oh, you weren't talking about you.
1: I'm sorry. I meant for the team that occupies the building. Matt, I apologize. Touche. Let me go back, though. So we were all in the building for the Chick-fil-A Peach Bowl. Place was awesome. Oh, my God. The atmosphere in that. I was dripping in sweat. I was tired. It was loud to a point. Hoyt and I are sitting next to each other when his head wasn't in his hands like a child. We couldn't hear each other. It was awesome. I've been to a handful of Falcon games there. It's never been like that. So I'm glad, and I mean this sincerely. I'm not being snarky. Glad it's a good game day satisfaction, and the concessions are cheap, and the concourses are large, and the troughs aren't there. It's not a good atmosphere. It's one of the worst in the NFL, and to get a good atmosphere, we all know what that means. Have a fun, interesting, good, competitive team that actually hosts games that are played in January every once in a while. And until that happens, my game day satisfaction will not be up to par. I'd much rather be at home in front of a couple of TVs watching my Falcons because I'm a fan of them and the rest of the league plan a red zone. Unless the game's important and the games matter and the atmosphere is better, it's not going to change down there. Whatever
2: is possible to bake into the experience through the actual structure, mm-hmm. the the door you walk through. Mm-hmm. No, They have plenty they of doors. They did it, man. They got a lot of doors. Whatever you can get. As a guarantee, this will be the baseline. The Falcons hit the mark, man, on that building.
1: Um, you it, remember what I told you, but though? The, but the, it, too, it's too nice. There's nothing going on. It's too nice. And, I mean, and that sounds dumb, right? We, we'd never say a hotel's too nice. We'd never say the the restaurant you're going to is too nice. This is almost too nice that we've given everybody all the hospitality areas and the bars and all. It's great. It's standing up on that bridge. Awesome. The atmosphere is P.U. I don't know, Georgia, Ohio State. That was great. I loved every minute of it. I, was, I, I loved every minute of it. When has that translated to the NFL? Once since it's been it open? It hasn't. Uh, we almost, there was a AFC title game almost. It was scheduled. Yeah, could have. I almost thought it was better that didn't happen because then I think we, we might have been a punchline again. That finally I bet a playoff Arthur game. Arthur was
2: hoping, Arthur would have got the rent. I yeah. bet Arthur was hoping it didn't happen. Just to avoid more
1: punchlines. Wait yeah. a minute, it really can be this way? Oh, can you imagine what half of the Buffalo fan and the half of the Kansas City thing would have looked like? Oh my gosh, that would have been And Joe perfect. Burrow saved him. Yeah.
0: Spring is here and baseball is back. You can't forget the derby. I love the hats. Do you have yours yet? My hat. I treated myself to a whole outfit. If you want to be able to treat yourself, then you should check out the Nest Savings account at LGE Community Credit Union, where they want you to reach your savings goals faster. Take it from a pair of 680 The Fan Wives. Head to lgeccu.org to find out what makes their team number one in Georgia. Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com.
1: Coming up in uh, five minutes, baseball should blatantly steal these two ideas from the NFL. Once you get kidnapped, man, uh, typically you're not coming back. Not a person, two ideas. Steal two ideas from the NFL. And if they do, Braves fans would benefit the most. I'll tell you about it coming up. But first... Dalton had this advice for the crew at the Double Deuce. How many people listening have no clue what that reference is? Chuck, help them out.
2: Uh, Well, Dalton ran the uh, bouncer crew at the Double Deuce, and his advice was... Never underestimate your opponent. That's not the one that I was going to talk about. (laughs) Take it outside. Never start anything inside the bar unless it's absolutely necessary. Whose topic is this? What a horribly wonderful movie. Okay, so, I, so I'll do the topic. Now. You're doing great. Uh, Dalton was head of the bouncers at the Double Deuce, and he had a little bit of advice that I think's helping a lot of college head coaches right now. His advice was be nice. Thank you. Fine. Chuck, I think it's supposed to be be kind. Be nice. Be nice. As in, it used to not matter, really, in recruiting, but there was a local basketball cr- uh, coach, Bobby Crimmins, he finished second for the Gatorade National Player of the Year. Like five. It was Don McClain one year. It was Alonzo Mourning one year. It was. Like, it was Sharif, too. After a year, after a year, he finished second. And that's when finishing second didn't. You should have been 50th. It really didn't matter. In fact, it had to be better to be 50th, which means you didn't really spend any resources. Previously in recruiting, it just didn't matter. Now, after a kid signs his first ever. Letter of intent, be nice. I wonder if somebody calls my mama a whore. Is she? Does that happen on the recruiting trail? Be nice. So, for instance, when, oh. if we look at the, just the quarterbacks, the top three rated quarterbacks from the class of 2021, it's just two years ago. Top three rated guys, all five stars. Quinn Ewers, Ohio State, Caleb Williams, OU, Sam Heward, Washington. You don't know. Quinn Yours is at Texas now. Caleb Williams is at USC. Sam Hewart transferred from Washington to Cal Poly Tech. Be nice. The football factory. Be nice. Have a relationship of some sort. Coach the kid in high school. Coach, hell, coached him in college. Uh, Maybe you just got a rockin' name image likeness. Whatever it is, be nice. When you look at the top three uh, quarterbacks, all five stars, and just two years later, they're all on their second school already. Uh, And don't say, yeah, that's just too, no, JT Dane is losing school number four right now. Mm -hmm. Um, And before you say, yeah, but at that level, it's just from programs like Ohio State to Texas. Again, Cal Poly Tech. So be nice. When you finish second,
1: another bite at the apple is almost certain to come around, especially at a premier position like quarterback. But it's almost the other way, too. you got to be nice to everybody on your roster, not like the old days once you signed them and you started coaching them extra hard knowing they had to jump their Rod, hoops to leave. Rodney Garner called it decruitment, de- Right. Whereas maybe Kirby and his staff are being real nice. Somehow they've kept Brock Vandegrift, Gunnar Stockton, and Carson Beck all together. I would have thought for sure one of those guys would have been gone. Absolutely thought it. So it's the... Especially the, when none of the three got the job. No. Stinson did. They All three had to cool their heels. They've all waited, and two of them are going to have to wait again. And they're all still there. So, I agree with you. It's a weird time in coaching. You got to be nice to the guy across the street. Be and nice. I'd Be nice to the guy who's still there. Be nice. And you got to be nice because you know you have to make sure you keep them long-term. Be nice. They might think, you're not being nice. I'm leaving. That movie sucked, but was awesome. Oh, no. That movie's in there. That was awesome. Yeah. Movies can suck and be awesome. I mean, I, I enjoyed one crazy summer, Chuck. I mean, what, what can you do? It's to be more back in the day. Be nice. Um... I wish the uh, folks at Major League Baseball would just come out and blatantly admit they're stealing stuff from other leagues. Because they do this. Leagues steal from each other with ideas. Help me understand why it was so hard. And the NFL cracked this code. They said, we are going to manipulate our schedule that at the beginning of the season, but more specifically at the end, we are going to backload our schedule with division games. Doesn't mean every year they're going to turn out to be uber important, but we're going to give ourselves a shot that in the NFC South, the Falcons will end every year playing either the Saints. The Panthers or the Bucks, maybe that game determines the division. And a few times it's worked out, even with crappy six and nine Atlanta against seven and eight Carolina. Remember the year Mike Smith got fired? They played yeah, for the division. I did. We've seen it happen a few other instances where that final game gets flexed to Sunday night around the league because it, it matters. When I saw the, the baseball schedule come out and I'm like, it's 162 games. They can do whatever they want to manipulate this stuff. I asked the question why aren't the Braves opening with the Mets? Or the Phillies. Instead, the Braves are opening with the Nats in there,
2: Washington. It means almost nothing. And there's an opportunity to structure, certainly the first, since it's, it's kind of standard. Mm-hmm. And you can plan for that. And it's, and you know the stadium's available. You absolutely could pair something at the beginning of the season.
1: It might not gain anything, but it doesn't hurt. And why are you not ending the season if you're the Braves against the Mets or the Phillies? Instead, the Braves end the season against the Nats. Weird. This is not hard stuff to figure out. Yes, it's annoying, but the Red Sox and Yankees should open the season together. They should close the season together. The Giants and the Dodgers should end the season together. They should play each other. The Braves should end the season with the Mets. It should be the final three games for now. Maybe in a few years if things change, the Nats-Braves all of a sudden gets more important. You schedule it and you do it that way. The Braves' home openers with the Padres. You realize this is the second time at Truist Park yeah, they'll yeah. open with the Padres? Doesn't mean anything. I know it's baseball and maybe even playing the Mets won't juice people up, but... I have a feeling it would be a nice little extra oomph to kind of go, oh, Braves-Mets are rekindling at the beginning of the season. Three sellout crowds. It would be fun, and I, I don't know why they don't do it. Well, so. not
2: part of it is because it, it may be intentional because you can get a free sellout against the Padres.
1: I thought about that, but, Chuck, it doesn't seem like anymore that's the way around the league it used to be. Go look at stadiums the first weekend of the year. They're they're kind of empty still, too. Uh, you and I used to joke about Atlanta-Fulton County Stadium. they get a sellout on the opener, and they would go back to hell the next two yeah. days. Well, for the teams that aren't great, give them a reason to come for those next two days as well as the openers. Now you can get a little gate for the three. Now that's only for now. This is going to change in a few years. We are adding two more teams to baseball. I don't know when, maybe it's next year, maybe it's 24 months. There are going to be two new expansion teams added. They will get to 32 teams, so they'll have to do some realignment with the divisions. Jim Bowden at the Athletic did a projection on what baseball's divisions could look like after Major League Baseball expands to 32 teams. Under his scenario, he said Charlotte and Nashville will be added as the expansion cities, and that might be it, or it might be mm-hmm. Vegas, or it might be Montreal. You get the Portland, but two more teams will be added. Chuck, he did his. This is going to be radical to some people. People are not going to like what Bowden did here. He got rid of the American and National League and changed it to an Eastern and a Western Conference, like it's basketball. That will be jarring to old baseball fans. But in his east uh, in his Eastern Conference, he has an Eastern Division that features the Red Sox, the Mets. The Yankees and the Phillies, four teams. In the North Division, the Reds, the Guardians, the Tigers, and the Blue Jays. He has a Mid Atlantic division, the Orioles, the Pirates, the Nats, and the Charlotte expansion team. And in the Southeast Division, Braves, Marlins, Nashville's expansion team, and the Tampa Bay Rays. So what? And
2: that, honestly, I'm saying, I'm not saying that to you. For anybody listening who thinks, oh my gosh, you can't do it. and so what? Do you still not have the divisions? Oh. Then you had two divisions, and then you went from two divisions sure. to
1: three and but I would say this is a Braves fan. I would I whatever. would I would think, God, they're gonna win that division every year. <laughs> and I know that's not right because the Rays would. are good. Whatever. Somebody will step up, but like that seems like a di- think about this season where the Braves are in a division, arguably, is the best in baseball with the Mets and the Phillies. I'm giving you a division in two years. Let's just say two years. Braves, Marlins, the expansion team, and the Rays. Even if it's a balanced schedule. You know, you feel great about it. In the new Western Conference, according to Jim Bowden, a Midwest division of the Cubs, White Sox, Brewers, Twins, a Southwest division of Astros, Royals, Cardinals, Rangers. By the way, who? Astros. All, all of a sudden he's listening. Oh, uh, no. What, you hear that? The Astros got mentioned. He perked up. No, I'm just trying to evaluate. Astros, Royals, Cardinals, Rangers. I'm whoop that ass. Pacific Coast Division, Rockies, A's, be it Vegas or Oakland. Mariners, Giants. With the loser division? And then the West division would be Diamondbacks, Angels, Dodgers, Padres. Now, the next obvious thing is you will go to eight teams in each conference, like basketball, who will qualify for the playoffs. So you'll get four first-round series. It'll be half the, half the league. And it'll be half the league. And you'll say, well, we don't need half the league. They don't care. <laughs> they know they don't need half the league. They want half the league. They want more games that, quote, matter late in the season and another round or another couple of teams in the playoffs. This stuff is happening. It's just a question of when. Maybe, like I said, maybe it's a year, maybe it's two, but it's going to happen. Then the TV revenue, the TV contract, more cities, the expansion fees. There's just more money to pile up together. The Braves could win 35 straight divisions, too.
2: How many? 35. Oh, so Leo's tattoo would just look silly at that point.
1: I mean who in that division in that Southeast Division Braves Marlins Rays and Nashville the Nashville Cats No 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 the Nashville let's do some alliteration the Nashville Nuggets No the Nashville Knights that's it when the Nashville Knights come in that's with a K Chuck when they come in uh Braves. The Charlotte thing Charlotte will be the uh,
2: 48ers No, no, I'm saying the Charlotte Knights are the, with a K, that's the, yeah, okay.
1: We've moved them. They're going to be the Charlotte, wow, i got to think about this one, the Charlotte. So, no Vegas? That could be the A's. Oh. (gasps) Look at you. Uh, Look at you. Look how exciting that is. There's possibilities. And when the Braves go to Vegas, guess who's going to be there to cover it? Us. This guy. That's exactly right, just because we have to. All right, coming up next, Chuck loves what Brett Key is doing with his coaching staff over at Tech. But what Charles has is one issue for his guy, Brent. He'll share the one issue. He refused to stop smoking weed. That's alleged. If Brent happens to be listening, I don't know if he smokes anything. That's not the issue.
2: Oh, he bit that lady, didn't he? No.
1: Whatever lady we're talking about. That wasn't the issue either. He had a subscription to Biggins. I mean, that could be. That's not an issue, though, is it? Chuckle Share is one issue for his guy, Brent. Next. Chuck and Chernoff with you on the fan, doing our show live in our studios in the Battery, Atlanta. And I say that for a reason I'm guilty of FOMO like a lot of people. But every time I see one of these pictures in Radio Row right now in in Phoenix, I don't have any FOMO at all, like none. I feel sorry for these stations that have to end up on Radio Row. I mean, it's just, it's the same thing every year. You remember that uh, scene in in the movie Big with Tom Hanks? It's the same party that's been spun out since 1984. It's the same thing every year. We were there
2: in, I guess, January of 08, and I remember the best part about it. There was across the street from the hotel where home team and I were sharing a room. Mm -hmm. It's a Waffle House with all-you-could-eat menu how about you, that you could pay like like 12 bucks shut up and if you wanted four ham and cheese omelets if you wanted oh six now
1: that ain't the case today but it was Media like, member's getting all you can eat is a dangerous thing yeah uh now we already have plans next year to be in vegas for the super bowl but not on radio Row. <laughs> We will be there, like, at uh, the pool at Cirque or... uh, We need to be in uh, in Vegas for the draft again. We should be. I think we need to work on that. I think It would be
2: great if the draft were in Vegas, but regardless, we
1: need to be in Vegas for the draft. So we had a a meeting with management the other day, and they were asking us, what do you guys think about some uh, trips upcoming for the station? And we said, locker room, draft. I think it makes sense. Send them to Kansas City. It's where the draft is. Nick and Chris, Cooperstown. They love, you know, baseball. Uh, Buck... Wherever Buck wants to go, send Pebble Beach golf. Wherever the winner in Paul Feinbaum's barbecue question is. That's exactly right. Where do we need to be? Vegas for the draft. And they looked at us and said the draft isn't in Vegas. We said that's the point. So we're working on it. We're efforting. Where did we do it from? Oh, wait. We were at the top of Paris. We're under the Eiffel Tower, man. What was the name of that spot, though? That uh Chateau. Chateau. We did it from Chateau at this beautiful outdoor club. It was called the better spot than NFL Network had spot. It was great. It really was. It was very. It was. Thank you, Hoyt. You did well. Uh, we'll celebrate our 30th anniversary by sending Chuck and Churn off to Vegas. And fans of the Fan, the 68 of the Fan 30th anniversary rolls into February with our next big trip. It's just around the corner. Tune in to 68 of the Fan in the locker room. Oh yeah, about that. Starting Monday, February 13th, to learn how you could find yourself with your toes in the sand, a beer in your hand, watching the Braves from the stands.
2: You want to hide your heroin between the toes?
1: Good advice, Chuck. Stay tuned to 68 of the Fan as we continue to celebrate 30 years of sports talk dominance in the atl so you have uh, some advice some help for a friend of the show brent key
2: yeah well i've got one issue for him um and it's just going to kind of be reality that he's going to wind up living um a coach with a budget like coach key is operating with he's completed the staff now can put together a great staff that leads directly to playing at a higher level than the talent on the roster. It takes extra effort, and the coach personally needs the talent to evaluate other coaches properly, but you can do it. That coach can't keep those assistants who make that difference of the roster outperforming probably its collective talent because, you know, money, like stacks and zeros and all of it. Uh, Alex Atkins, he is listed as the OC uh, for Florida State. That's Mike Norvell's, but... He was hired, and he coaches offensive line at FSU and has the past couple of seasons. Alex Atkins is a riser, man, future star, coaching profession, on the radar of a lot of programs. His hiring is an absolute hit for Mike Norvell at FSU. Just like it was when Will Healy hired Atkins to be the O.C. at Charlotte and paid him $280,000 a year. Mike Norvell said thank you, now breaks him off for eight fifty dollars per season. When you are the head coach at Charlotte and you did your job to the max, you found a stud out there making no money. And you said, I'm going to bring you to Charlotte and I'm going to make you the O.C. Uh, here are the keys, man. You drive it. And it take, everybody in college football goes, ooh, what do they got in Charlotte? Mike Norvell says, 850. If you're Will Healy and you've got like $1.2 million for your entire coaching staff. Like you don't even have a conversation. You you tell, Al, all right, hey, enjoy Tallahassee, slap him on the back. You hit the bullseye, found a star, cannot keep him. It would be you wasting your time if you tried to. So, specifically, one coach, I I really believe in the Buster Faulkner product. Uh, what I think it's going to be at Tech, and if Brent Key got a massive hit with that hire, He's borrowing his current OC until big bank program rolls up and like breaks off Faulkner. He makes seven fifty dollars a year right now. Todd Munkin may be pushing $3 million per year as a coordinator. Um, that was Matt Campbell, Iowa State, Matt. Mm-hmm. Matt Campbell's budget for his entire staff before last season was $3 million mm. money. If you ain't got it you can do your job and you have to and you find it and then there's a whoever it is that you find at that lower level that when you're Mike Gundy and you say I found Mike Yersich and then Texas says thank you that was awesome we'll take him There is even at Oklahoma State just because of the program you
1: know there's nothing you can do I uh well so it's funny you bring this up wait and no, I were talking about Faulkner the other day I like him a lot man I, it seems like He's very sharp and he's going to do a good job. Be aggressive, too. Like, if Todd Monken left in a year, there's a chance Kirby could call him right back. Buster, you got paid $750. we will give you two. Right? I mean, Zing. like, think about that, though. That sucks if you're the team, the team who you finds. Can I? Can I? No, handle. you find the right answer at a coordinator and you're like, we'll up your salary, too, but we can't compete with what Auburn wants to pay you or Georgia there wants to pay you or Florida wants to
2: pay you. All over college football when the program that has a because some po- programs don't have a budget like really you freeze i'm coming to auburn what
1: what's my budget what do you need
2: did uh, you see what
1: was it georgia it, spent a was it a million and a half more than anybody else in recruiting this past season good which i was surprised him. it wasn't more yeah good
2: for him um be cost cheap so all of this i mean there's a there's a real cost to the head coach and every all the related personnel and having to regrind that coaching search because when you find your guy in it, like there's a chance that, you know, Dan Lanning, if you're Dan Lanning, maybe you take the job way out West. Maybe you say like you pass on a couple of jobs like Billy Napier. Maybe you pass on a couple of jobs. You know what? I'm going to wait on this. Um, It just changes everything to money. Mm -hmm. So And you ain't got it there. And Mm -hmm. so maybe you you find a star, but um, it's going to be hard to keep him.
1: He turns into a minor leagues. For, it does. It's like what baseball did. Thank you to the Marlins. You did uh, good with his Giancarlo Stanton. Now we'll yep. take him. College football the same way. All right, we've got our picks uh, for the uh, bowl, which is super, coming up around the corner. When do we do our picks? I just, I just teased it. Plus, we will share the dumbest of all prop bets with you coming up. But if the dumbest of all prop bets hits on Sunday, you're going to buy yourself a nice new shiny car. And it rides like a dream. It arrives awesome. You go down the highway. Boop, 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 boop. Puts phone on vibrate. Oh, come on. I apologize. Go ahead. Plus, Trey and them, they're about to go streaking. Take my underwear off. Awesome.
2: Ah, it looks like a colander.
1: <laughs> we'll talk about it next.
0: Spring is here and baseball is back. You can't forget the Derby. I love the hats.